welcome to another episode of She Likes It Hard. I'm Alyssa. I'm Chastity. Oh, wait, Chastity. I got a new tagline. I never shared it with you. I might, like, keep this in the episode or not. But, y'all, tell me how you like my tagline. <laughs> okay, let me restart. Well, welcome to She Likes It Hard. And if you're not capable of hearing the hard, honest truth, you are in the wrong place. So, for my strong warriors that are hanging with us, I'll give you three seconds to grab a tissue. too long. All right, let's go. <laughs> what? It's too long? Yeah, you can do like the first half. Okay, guys. Then, all right, next episode, I'm going to have it together. But that, <laughs> that was going to be my tagline. <laughs> I was ready. Um, <laughs> but I can say, y'all, we are in a new environment. Yeah, we in Cleveland, y'all. I finally moved. Free me. <laughs> it's snowing. This is not the best weekend for Jassy to come. Because it was like 60 degrees. Actually, it was like almost 70 degrees two weeks ago. So that's Cleveland weather for you. It's like super hot one day and then it gets super cold. I'm weak. I feel like we are so far away from each other on this couch. We are. You're all the way over there. I know. Because it was like, I feel safe. <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> a safe I was like, dang, why she all the way over there? You're in a corner. You got the hog in the pillow. I ain't hogging the pillow. There we go. Now it feels better because it's like centered. I'm weak. All right. Well, yeah. We're in, like we're missing a person. We do. But wink wink we'll have some people coming up <laughs> mm, exciting so real quick chastity what's your first impression even though i picked her up at night so she couldn't really see anything but what's your first impression of cleveland like for real for real it's all right okay <laughs> it is it's literally just all right there's nothing <laughs> special about here like i can't wait to take her to eat so i'm gonna take y'all yeah, i'm gonna take her to this one place that it started in Columbus, Ohio, and then they just built it, like, last year or something. It's called Kitchen Social, so I'm going to take her there tonight. And then tomorrow, my mom went to this Mexican restaurant, and me and my family, my mom's side of the family, were huge on Mexican food, and they just tried it because it's a new build. They just built it. I think it's called Tulum, but I don't know. But I'm going to take her there tomorrow, and my best friend's joining us, actually, tonight and tomorrow. She says she is. We'll see. Um, and then I'm going to take her on... Sunday morning to a Cleveland Breakfast Club. It's kind of like Atlanta Breakfast Club, Ew. but it has, like, it's not. It's like they have like sweet potato like thing. Like it's a little because in the afternoon it turns into like this vegan spot. So it's kind of a little bit healthier, but it's not. But it's pretty good. So I was like, mm, I'll take her to that too. Alyssa, that's the only trying to I tell get. me something. I guess I'm trying to tell her that <laughs> the food is why people be in Cleveland, not for any other reason. So I'm weak. Yeah. After I'll, after that, I'll get her opinion on cleveland based on the food all right so hard ask for today i just had it up all right hi ladies my boyfriend and i are looking to save money so we are planning to move in together here's the thing my boyfriend my boyfriend thought why not save a little more and have his two friends move in with us too all four of us are around 30 years old and i feel like it's it'll just be weird and like I'm living in a frat house, but I also don't want something like this to break us up. Should I move in with them? Tell my boyfriend, no, it's just us or find my own place. <laughs> go ahead, girl. Get down, girl. Go ahead. Get down. Oh, we <laughs> go find your own place. Duh. Yeah. I think I, actually, I think I would say try and tell him like at least express <laughs> to him how you feeling. I mean, I guess he would find out once you don't move in. Or once you start looking for your own place, you're gonna be like, wait, what's going on? Then it'll start the conversation. But I would be like, y'all, we like, yo, we really can't, we really can't, it can't just be us. Like, <laughs> really? Like, why, why we need to live? I don't get it. I'm not getting it. Especially if y'all 30 years old. I feel like that's a bit. Yeah, much. I don't feel like you should be that broke. Yeah. And if it's not about money, 
We was talking about unhealthy codependency. That's some unhealthy <laughs> codependency right there that they can't leave their friends. So, yeah, I would say talk to them or go get your own place because I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, I would definitely be. Or you can find your own friend to move in with them. Oh, that's true. Oh, what if she like? What if she was like, "Oh, okay, my friend's gonna come live with us too," and now <laughs> y'all got a whole. That's a barnyard. Well, that'll make him be like, well, "No." Nah. <laughs> And then she would be like, well, your friend's living here, so why can't my one friend live here? And then he'll see where you're coming from. Oh, maybe try that. Not you got a whole thing, scenario in your head. I always have scenarios in my head. That's how my mind works. Free her. Please. <laughs> free her and free you. still ashy. Mm. <laughs> it's this dry-ass water. No, it's the bleach. No, it's my the water, so too. Dry. Look at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Cleveland. I don't look like I put no lotion on. <laughs> Wait, you know what's funny? <laughs> you said, I just said, welcome to Cleveland. You said your dry feet and then lotion. Because I don't really wear lotion that much, but I don't be feeling ashy. But like, clearly, <laughs> the water does something. <laughs> it's okay. You can't see it on you, I guess. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I put lotion on in the wintertime. That's the only time I really put it on. I'm Summertime, weak. not so much. Okay. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> I think did we answer the question? <laughs> I don't know. What's Give them next? the scenario or find your own place. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, Jesse, what are we talking about today? <laughs> oh, what are we? Oh, we're talking about growing a thicker skin today. Woo. Yeah. So all my girlies and boys, boys. And girly, sure. What? How do you Boys? say? Because you know what, how you have girlies? How do you say guys? Stop where we're hit. Okay. All of y'all that are like me and don't have that thick of a skin, listen up. Because Chastity's going to school us. Cause all right, am I? Yeah, you're, you're leading this one because Lord knows that it's not something that I have. Uh, <laughs> didn't you pick this topic? I don't know. Did I? Yes. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> Okay, y'all. So we talked about my healing journey a few episodes ago. And that was something that I learned about myself during my healing journey is that I'm extremely sensitive, like extremely. And it's not, it's just not, it's not fun. It's not even fun for like, it's an issue with me. Is something my ears showing? Oh, um, it's not even an issue with me. It's like how it affects other people. Like I hate the way my sensitiveness affects other people because sometimes I feel like people have to tiptoe around me. And then other times I feel like I can't express myself because I know I'm being too sensitive. And it's like, Alyssa, just shut up and do it. Like just take it in because nobody else will be tripping about this. So like I don't want to bring it to them. Um, so yes, in my healing journey, that was something that I tried working on. I'm still working on. Um, it is a huge work in progress. So yeah, I'm, I'm currently learning to grow a thicker skin. But it also scares me because I don't want to grow a cold heart. So there's a balance there. There's a balance. Don't don't have a cold heart. Um, so yeah. That's why. <laughs> That's why we was talking about this. I'm weak. Uh, okay. So I'm weak. Did you, you pull this article or did I, I pull know, this maybe? article? We're all over the place. Clearly we're in a new location. Yeah. Give me a break. Uh it's okay. No, it says you were kicking. Oh. Mm. I ain't read that out loud, y'all. Sorry. Okay, so you know, I guess, I guess there is a balance, like you said, to having a thicker skin, because mm-hmm. it's like, like you say, you don't want to be a cold-hearted person. 
Right. <laughs> I was about to say something else, but yeah, you don't want to be a cold hearted person. Um, I think my telepathy telepathy is picking up. Yeah. Me. Okay. Um, but also, you don't want to be like the person who's crying in a corner instead of defending themselves. Mm-hmm. So I guess I mean, yeah. What do you think is like? What What do you think is a scenario of like? No, you being too sensitive and you need to grow thicker skin, or no, that's valid. You can. Okay, so let's say I'm trying to think of something. But I feel like this is kind of difficult, though, because I I think that I could think you're being sensitive about something and it really be a big deal for you. And you could think I'm being sensitive about something and mm-hmm. it means nothing to you. Like, so I feel like it's like person to person basis. But there are people who are like too sensitive, like let's not uh a little bit more sensitive than others um so okay let me okay i feel like this one isn't i need to grow thicker skin so y'all i just and i'm gonna open up to y'all for a second i usually don't like to share this kind of stuff by myself so i just had this issue or this thing happen to me where i was talking to this guy and he well i wasn't even talking to this guy (laughs) I like this guy. It was one of those situationships. And I remember I told y'all no more situationships in 2023. And there hasn't been. It's just like, I kind of like stepped back from it um, because 2023 came. Um, but I still obviously had feelings because like, duh, I liked him. I low-key <laughs> low fell in love with him. Um, ew. And so, <laughs> not ew. And so what happened was I was at a location and the guy <laughs> rolls up. And he rolls up with this girl and like somebody was just like said hi to her. And I'm like, who's that? And they're like, such and such as girlfriend. And I'm just like, well, a month ago, this person told me that they didn't want to be in a relationship. So honest to God, I walked up to the person. I started asking them questions. They freaked out, um, like got all defensive. And what I had to do, I had to call my best friend <laughs> literally <laughs> just to get out of the f- vicinity that I was in because I knew I was about to start bawling and like crying. And I was like, I just need you to talk to me like so I can get out of this building, like yada, yada, yada. And um, like initially I was like, when, when I first saw the, well, I, didn't even, I don't even know what she looks like. I barely saw her. But when I first saw them, because it was from a distance, I was like, Dag, am I being sensitive? No. Like, cause I'm like, do I need to grow a thicker skin? Like he told me he didn't want to be in a relationship and then he pops in a relationship. So clearly it was me. It was like, he didn't want to be in a relationship with me. I don't care what anybody says. That's what it is. Um, and so is it like, no, I'm being sensitive thinking that no, he just doesn't like, how do I say this? I'm being sensitive in thinking he doesn't want to be or sensitive in thinking it's me and being upset and crying and all that. Or do I just need to grow a thicker skin and be like, whatever you know i think i feel like it will be a valid place to be sensitive okay sensitive to feel emotions there um because i mean just you felt sadness Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would not have felt sadness (laughs) but like you felt sadness and i feel like that was a valid i feel like that was a valid like i don't know place to be because Mm -hmm. technically he didn't tell you the truth right and so (laughs) and so like it's like this is like the truth in your face like you got the cohort facts instead of him just flat out saying oh like i don't want to be with you it was oh i'm not wanting to be in a relationship three weeks later here's my girlfriend at a place Mm -hmm. um and so i just feel like that would have caused anybody to have some 
emotions. Yeah. So one of the ways I can say, like, this is a scenario of being sensitive. My ex... Here we go with these headphones again. Um... (laughs) One of my exes used to rag on me, like, all the time. But it was kind of, like, their love language. Like, they like to tell jokes, but it wasn't wasn't even ragging on me. It was just, like, <clears throat> the, mocking me. Like, I'm over here saying, like, and he'd be like, like, <laughs> like, like, just something <laughs> stupid. And I would start full-blown fights, like, when I was younger. And I would be so upset. And I'd just be like, why do you treat me like this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that, I feel like, was being upset. <laughs> Like, that is just, like, calm down, grow a thicker skin type of thing. Like, that was one of the things I was like, "Mm, this is what the healing journey is for, because, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I feel, there is a, I feel like there's still, like, a a line. Like you said, there has to be a balance. I don't think you should have been, like, crying about it. No, I shouldn't have. But, like, what the? Sorry, I don't think you should have been crying about it, but like I feel like there is validity in the way you felt, if that makes sense. So then how do you balance that? Do you so have your feelings just I don't feel, show them? No. I don't think you should not show them, but I don't feel like it should start a full blown argument and I don't feel like you should be like so upset that like you're like, you know, yeah in this place about it because it's like I feel like there's like this point. It's like, why is this hurting your feelings so bad? Yeah. There's that issue. Like, right. why? Why is him replicating the way that you talk hurting your feelings? It's the way that you talk. Like, how? Why is you, the way you talk hurting your own feelings? If that makes sense. So it's kind of like assess why you're being sensitive. Yeah. And ask. Oh my gosh! Just something I learned in therapy. For the first time I did it. Um, it's assess, it's put your thoughts on trial. So yeah. assess what you felt. Yeah, assess how you felt and like ask yourself: Was this person valid in saying this or acting like this? Like was yeah oh, right yeah kind of. I guess it's kind of like that. <laughs> like was that a big? Should that have been a big deal? Something that made me blow up and yeah stuff, yeah. And it's like mm, for me, for the person outside looking in, I don't think so because. The way you talk is the way you talk. And right. it's like, okay, there's hilarity in it. I mean, we make fun of people's accents. We like, especially if there's like, we make fun of people's a- accents, but there's a place of wh- how you make fun of someone's accent. So yeah. like, I could be making fun of Alyssa's Midwestern accent and it'd be fine, but I could also be making fun of Mi- Alyssa's Midwestern accent and being an asshole about that it. That is true. So I think it depends on the place that the comments are coming from right so if they're lovingly like oh Alyssa, you talk like 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 this mm-hmm. and then you're like but i don't talk like that then when, it's like yeah. okay but you do, do. right and do you have a problem with that like what's going on why is this so hard for you yeah. to accept that this is the way you talk yeah. <laughs> like um so i feel like it's like a big a big old circle of okay i reacted like this but why did i react like this right. what was my reaction valid should i have taken it to another place did the person really mean to be an ass to be or was right. this just a place where they're you know picking a place of love and how they show and express it to you right so that makes sense yeah so then what do you think is like how do you think or like how do you balance not getting or being cold-hearted Because a lot of times people will have a bunch of breakups, I guess, or like things that happen in relationships or even friendships where they like, I mean, a friendship, like, I just don't trust you no more. And it's like, you don't (laughs) trust nobody after that. 
It's like, yeah, what they did is like, mm, yeah, that was being sensitive, like, or be sensitive about that thing. But like, how do you make sure you don't continue to like, just become cold hearted to everybody and not even try and trust anyone or like, not even let a guy in or like, um, or a girl or whatever. But like, how, how do you stop yourself from getting this cold heart? Because <laughs> actually, I'm kind of like trying to figure that out because of what just happened. I've become, I feel like I'm slowly, like, I was already slowly becoming numb to, like, men, but, like, I'm, I really feel like I'm starting to, like, get into this headspace of, like, I don't want to date. Like, I literally was just talking to somebody, and I'm, like, honestly, I'm sticking with my, I'm, I'm done. I'm just gonna go with my plan of adopting kids at this age, and, like, it's just gonna be me and my kids. Like, I don't, I'm, I haven't really, (laughs) like, the whole Ben thing is really starting to, like, I just don't want it no more. So, like, how do you stop yourself from getting this cold heart? I feel like this, I know we talk about boundaries a lot on the pod. Yeah. Because they're important. Yeah. But, like, (laughs) I feel like this comes into place of, like, boundaries. And I feel like instances, like the one you have, are how boundaries are formed. Mm -hmm. So, let's assess the scenario so you were upset the reason you were upset from my point of view the reason Mm -hmm. you were upset is because basically he lied to you yeah so this is now a valid thing that you can take into your dating space i can't put up with people lying to me like that's just not something that i can have Mm -hmm. it's not something i can do i don't i don't appreciate that that's not where i want in my space so i feel like that is an instance of where you can take I don't want people lying to me, but I don't feel like you should take the, if somebody says, oh, I don't want a relationship right now, I don't think you should automatically assume that they're thinking about somebody else, da 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 either, if that oh, makes so sense. so don't go to the extreme way. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I feel like people take, people, sometimes me too, take extremes of, oh my God, this could happen, or oh my God, mm-hmm. this can happen, when it's really like your sweet spot in the middle. Right. Because we're so worried about what happened in the past. Yeah. Like, lol he'll be fine like um like obviously like my friend was dating that person and it's clear that she's had an instance in the past that is making her feel like he would be cheating on her Mm -hmm. and it's like okay that's that's a clear like trust issue or issue you have within yourself to Mm -hmm. think that somebody's cheating on you and it's obviously becoming uh past trauma or past thing that's like playing into your life right now yeah so it's like okay have you assessed and learned from the thing because right now you're carrying you're being a bag lady Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, is that a new term i haven't heard that a bag lady no that's erica badu bag lady oh okay okay gotcha but yeah um you're being a bag lady. You're carrying your traumas and you're carrying everything around and it's weighing you down. It's making you heavy. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's how people become cold hearted because they're carrying all the heavy and stoic and horrible mm-hmm. <laughs> things that have happened to them. And it's like, you don't even have time or enough hands to hold anything else. So how that's can true. you have an open and warm heart? If <laughs> an open and warm heart, if, you can't hold it. You can't yeah. you can't handle it. All you're thinking about is all the fifty thousand things that happen from each little relationship, each little interaction that you've ever had. Right. And I feel like this is also I think we talked about it in an episode about forgiving and mm-hmm. letting go and being and accepting what happened and not keeping yourself in that victim area. Yeah. Because to be so 
now to be so sensitive and to be so like in this place that you just are constantly like reacting like that mm-hmm. is to be that you haven't forgiven something or you haven't healed from something yet something else yeah. is triggering triggering you and not just this conversation and i think like like you said like mm, we we're talking about forgiveness i've been hyper focused on that episode <laughs> because i'm like just forgive this person like I, there's no reason for me to be moping around sad like usually i think before last year maybe in the last six months i don't really know <laughs> um i've had a lot of growth lately guys but like before it would have been like i would have been crying even though this wasn't my man i would have been crying for days i would have been upset for days i would have like com- like just did a full 180 in so many other areas and like let it run my life to where it's like i don't know if it's because i had stuff to do so like i had to move and i was like super busy and i haven't really stopped to feel but i feel like i felt it i let myself feel it for that day just a day y'all <laughs> it was a day um and like i'm fine like i feel like if i see them, when i see that person because i'm gonna run to them again but when i see that person like i'll be fine i feel like if someone talks to me about that person i'm gonna be fine like it's not affecting me so much and that's why i was like i think that's where i'm like dad did i just forgive or am i growing a cold heart like no, i'm like think- ooh, which one is i it? feel like i think that like you said, assessing your emotions and taking it in and allowing yourself to have that time is very important to mm-hmm. the healing process. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't like to feel their pain, in which feeling yeah. pain leads it's you. It's, yeah, it's a part of life. And it also makes you realize that your heart is not cold because yeah, <laughs> you're true. feeling the pain. That is true. Um, so I feel like allowing yourself to feel those emotions, address them and process them allows you to come out better and stronger on the other half. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you just sit there and let it like, I don't know, bottle up, boil up. And it's just like, dang, why didn't they want to do this? Why didn't they want to do that? And mm-hmm. then you becoming your head, you're going back and forth. You're like, this is, this is not making sense. You're making up your own scenarios of why this is this. And yep. instead of accepting, okay, this is what this person showed you. This is how you reacted from it this is what happened here's Mm -hmm. the lesson learned in this situation yeah that's true that's true (laughs) Ooh, i feel like this episode like when we wrote this episode the situation that i just had did not happen to me (laughs) so (laughs) it kind of like took over and it kind of just worked with it i guess a week um but i'm gonna read five i was gonna read it oh you can go ahead I'm weak. (laughs) Five tips to develop a thicker skin. Okay, so tip number one it says nurture your relationships. Sorry. Strong connections with a core group of friends and family gives us the support and encouragement to withstand challenges. Two, find meaning in your life. Whether it's relationships, a cause, a life goal, or a set of moral, moral standards, resilient people have a big picture perspective. Um, three, Prioritize your self-care. When you're worn down emotionally or physically, even minor stressors feel like a major setback. Four, accept and rehearse the positive. When adversity inevitably comes your way, past victories and affirmations work as a great protective armor. (sighs) Unfortunately, many of us are great at putting ourselves down. Criticism seems to come naturally. And then five, determine the deeper wound. Sometimes the reason someone's comments hurt or a situation seems unbearable is because it reminds us of a deeper wound from the past. Wait, real quick. Number three, prioritize your self-care. What's your (coughs) self-care? 
<clears throat> that's why I was in therapy because I ain't had none. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think I really have a self care. She thing. was like, "What do you do to take care of you?" I guess I'd be playing video games, but like, but like, like, is that self care <laughs> or is that just a hobby? Like, or is a hobby self care? Yes, because I feel like when I hear about when somebody talks about self care, when I watch um your friends stuff that she posts on Instagram, I'm like, I don't feel like I really have a self care routine. You might not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, because technically, like. I do and I don't. So the thing that my therapist used to say when I went to her was she'd be like, you'll practice the self-care like steps, but you won't like keep it consistently or thing in which I don't Um, because I don't know if that's just me not liking routine because you know i got a little adhd mm-hmm. or if that's just i don't know me just being like oh, i'm busy throwing it off my yeah. self-care so for me that was one of my things so like my self-care it was just things that were full of me so uh-huh. like you know i really like to bake and yeah. so that me baking is just me in my home my own headspace me just going through the motions no phone no other stressors it's just me doing it mm-hmm. so i feel like there are things that people are doing but you're not registering it as self-care so it's not truly right now self-care yeah like because i know we said like baking therapeutic but i'd never i i don't think of it as self-care even though it is like a yeah. therapy for me i just feel like it's like a <laughs> i don't know i'm just doing something yeah like, so like you busy. might not i think a part of self-care is realizing it is self-care is it allowing mm. yourself to be taking care of yourself um so i just i think that's a big part of it mm-hmm. it's just allowing yourself to be in that moment to be doing that um issue da 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 yeah because i used to think that like going to get my nails done was self-care which i mean i guess it could be but because i was like it used to be the only me time and like one of the only things that i would do to enhance my beauty Uh, (laughs) but yeah then i was like "Mm, i don't really feel like this is self-care so i'm like i don't really do much i actually i guess i would say going to the gym is my self-care yeah okay (laughs) <laughs> i have one self-care thing guys i have one, one. <laughs> um okay the other one said find meaning in your life nurture relationships how is nurturing a relationship growing thicker skin i mean think about what you did in your scenario you call your friend your bestie and mm-hmm. you're like hey bestie this shit just happened to me yeah i can't handle this right now and then she's like look bestie <laughs> we're got we got this like da da da. it's fine like forget that person and so i feel like that's it just helps you out a little bit because like i don't know imagine you in that moment and you didn't have anybody to call or you didn't oh, have so any nurture relationships so when you do need the advice or the help or like you even can like go to someone like talk about me and your relationship i know mm-hmm. you're like you're like oh you've helped me do this and this and this yeah. like imagine if you didn't know me like imagine right. like imagine we didn't have a nurturous relationship okay. i don't know if that was a word but we didn't have that relationship mm-hmm. like how would you be how would you react to that how would you know and so oh. i feel like obviously i think you know me i think all relationships are important yeah so i think so it's, it's kind of like that. keep um watering your relationship so that yeah. another what? form of self-care yeah because <laughs> i do always talk about how you have one of the things helped me grow thicker skin somewhat somewhat um, we get in there y'all we get in there <laughs> somewhat kind of want to shift gears here and talk about fear um and you know like because it kind of goes with growing a thicker skin i think without 
having kind of i think sometimes if you let fear run your life usually you don't have a thick skin because you're why are you so afraid to do things you're either too sensitive to it you're scared like it's just mm, grow a thicker skin so we're going to talk about <laughs> fear and letting fear run your life so i'm going to read 10 signs fear is running your life if i can get it to open oh lord Alrighty, let's see Number one, you find yourself striving in vain for an impossible to achieve standard of perfection. You settle, or number two, you settle for less than your dreams. Three, you say yes when you mean no. Oh, I do that so much. Mm. (laughs) Four, you say no when you mean yes. Five, you you numb yourself with food, alcohol, technology, or excessive bias. Busyness. Oh, busyness or excessive busyness. <laughs> I don't know if people are ready for that one. Y'all is addictions. I'm weak. Because technology or TV, mm, that one runs me. Okay, number six, you procrastinate a lot. Seven, you struggle to make decisions. Eight, you are a control freak. Um, nine, you muzzle yourself. And then 10, you get sick. So you know what's crazy? Oh, Lord. Here's an area that I have. I actually, and it's crazy. You know, it's so sad. I sometimes put these quotes on here and I don't really read them because I don't remember number 10 when I. Weak. <laughs> you were like, oh, the first five are good. Literally, I think I just read like the first one. Because um, number 10 is like you get sick. So I'll read more about it. It says, fear isn't just an uncomfortable emotion that holds you back from following your dreams. It can also trigger a stress impulse in the body that puts you at risk of disease and makes it hard for the body to heal itself. Um, so I've never gotten that sick, but I have this like fear and I don't even know if it's fear or like anxiety, but I've never been diagnosed with anxiety. So I don't want to call it anxiety because I hate when people just like self-diagnose. Um, so I'll just say like, it's a fear of, being around people that I don't know and especially a lot of people like this is why I don't like to go to concerts I don't like to go to festivals like when my friend asked me to go to um the thing in Riley I was like girl yes but like ooh, I'm gonna be freaking out um so I yes I don't like to be around people that I don't know I get very anxious I get very nauseous and I like I start having like I panic I go back and forth like do I go do I not go like this whole thing um and so this is like three years ago my best friend oh no oh lord i'm 25 so four years ago um for my best friend's 21st birthday her and then two of her other friends and then me were supposed to go out and we were all supposed to go like downtown and party and all that kind of jazz and I canceled and I never did. I never canceled. I canceled like an hour before because I was freaking out. Like I was, I was so sick. I was so nauseous. I was like, I don't want to go. I can't go. Like I, it was just a mess. (laughs) And I literally let fear run that situation. I did not go for my best friend's 21st birthday, like shindig. Um, and then she didn't even talk to me for like two to three months after I that. am weak. She was so mad. And I couldn't blame her because I'm just like, I real life just canceled on her last minute. Like, that's so insane. Um, but like, my body would not let me leave that house. Like, I was in full blown panic mode. And um, ended up talking to her. Obviously, we're still friends. We're still besties. So <laughs> it was fine. Um, but that was, I think that was the point in 
when I realize how bad my fear of people that I'm not friends with, like how bad I get when, or how scared I am when I'm around people that I'm not friends with or is not a family member of mine. Cause I am like, <laughs> in that, and I haven't had an episode like that since, but I do still freak out a little bit. But um, it's been something that I know I've had to work on because it's just like, that can't happen again. I cannot go to like somebody that I love's thing because I don't want to be around people. Like, so. Yes, that one, number 10. That just hit me. <laughs> Do you ever let fear run your little You know, I feel like the only time that I'm like anxious mm-hmm. is like interviews. And I don't, okay. I, I think that's like the only like fear area that I like heavily am like. No. I find that interesting because like, I feel like you interview a lot. I do, and I hate it. <laughs> so, like, what happens? Do you just, like... No, like, I'll be, like, super sweaty. Like, I'll be freaking out. I is it a before like, or during the process? All of it. Okay. It'll be before, during, and then after. I'll be like, oh, thank God, and I want to sleep for, like, three days. <laughs> wow, it takes that much out of you? Yeah. I Aww. literally am one of those people who, like... I'm like, okay, I have an interview today, and I won't mm-hmm. do anything the whole day of the interview because I have an interview that day. Like, I will not. No, you like have to hyper focus. <laughs> yeah, on I'm it. like, yep, huh. interview today. Can't do anything. Can't go. Nope, nope. Interview today. Wow, yeah, that's my thing. Um, but otherwise, no, I'm kind of fearless. But until then, it's like, yeah. Well. But like, I like that you touched on that, and I like that I talked about just my fear of people. Like, I feel like. A lot of times when people start to get on the topics of fear, like, they think they got to be this crazy phobias or, like, <laughs> um, I don't know. And it's just, like, when when people say, like, oh, if you would let in fear run your life, like, the, I don't think people really knows what that means. And it's, like, she can't even occupy herself for an entire day because she has this fear of interviewing. I have to, <laughs> I have these full-blown panic attacks when I have to go talk to somebody that I don't know because I have this fear of people, like... And it's like, that's not, it doesn't have to be this big thing, like this big, like, oh, I'm afraid of, I don't know, like <laughs> lions or like these dangerous type of things. No, it could just be your normal everyday things that are stopping you from just living your life. Like, how much do you think Chastity probably could have got done like, <laughs> if she didn't have an interview that day? Like, she could have did like 50 other things. I don't know. Um, I could have had a great memory of just going to hang out with my friend like for her 21st birthday. I don't know if you would have remembered it, but yeah. Probably not because I don't think she did. Um, So, yeah, it's just like, don't like analyze those areas in your life where you feel like, okay, I'm not doing something because of something else. And that clearly means that you are letting fear or that other thing run your life. And how do you fix those things, Chastity? Like, how would you say, if you are letting fear run your life, what are some steps that you would do to, like, face it? Face face your fears. You know what's so funny is, except for, I guess I do dive head first into interviewing because I interview a lot. I interview, okay. I interview even when I don't want a new job. Okay. Um, but, like, the thing for me is, so I'm technically afraid of heights. Okay. And... I'm kind of terrified of the ocean, but never have you ever seen me. Yeah. Never have you ever seen me decline going in the ocean or getting somewhere that's high. I love roller coasters. Mm -hmm. I love like the thrill of it. I zip line through a jungle on the side of a mountain in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And I was perfectly fine to the end. Um, And I just feel like, I feel like, Oh, I think Will Smith said this. 
he was like you do it in fear or do it while you're afraid do okay. it i can't remember hold on hold <laughs> on but he was like do it oh yeah i did that's my heart true Okay, but anyway, so there was this video of Will Smith and he was talking about, he was jumping out of a plane and he was basically like, you know, I love jumping out of planes because it's like, there's nothing but your mind in this big open space and Mm -hmm. all you're thinking about is like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? You're having all this, oh, you're so anxious around this feeling or whatever and then you do it and it's like okay and then there's this release of actuality and like okay. what's happening and yeah. so my advice my whole advice <laughs> is do it in fear um because even though i'm afraid to interview i still do it i mm-hmm. never have canceled an interview ever and i'm always terrified okay. i've never not been on a plane i've never not <laughs> been on a roller coaster i've never I've always done anything that I wanted to do, even though I was afraid. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like allowing yourself to just go through the emotions because I don't regret any of the things that I've done in fear. That's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my thing. Preach. <laughs> like poetry readings and they're like, yeah. Um, I love that. I love that. Do it in fear. Yes. Interesting. I guess I would say, like, the ways that I try and tackle things that I'm afraid of. Um, so one of my irrational fears is butterflies. I hate butterflies, <laughs> I do not like butterflies. <laughs> my friend made me go to the botanical gardens one time, and when I tell you, I was sweating. Oh, my gosh, I do not like butterflies. Um, but so that's one of those fears where it's, like, I kind of just didn't feel like somebody asked me to go, and I'm like, okay, I'll go. But I'm still scared. It didn't, cha- like, change my feelings of butterflies. <laughs> But for things of like where I was talking about um, my fear of people where I just have trouble going around people and I have like full blown like panic attacks. um, That's when I would say find things that make you feel safe. Um, So I usually have to some of the things that I have done either, which is crazy (laughs) because my friend like I was with her. So I would have been with her. But like I try and um, find people to go with me um, or I am literally texting other people while I'm in a, I know it's rude. I know it's rude and you shouldn't do it. But like, if I'm at a party and I am like beyond, like I'm in my freak out mode, I'm uncomfortable, like yada, yada, <clears throat> excuse me. I will start texting one of my friends. I'll start texting my sister. Um, I like on my way there, I'll listen to like certain types of music that gets me like out of my head. Um, I all the time will say a prayer, like, cause I, I know like at some point I'm going to freak out. Um, but just find those little things that make you feel safe so that when you do go do it in fear, you can still do it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah I would say. Cool. Are we on our heart truths now? Yeah, I guess so. Yay. Heart truth. All right. What's my heart truth? My hard truth is life is short. Dust yourself off and keep it pushing. I think that one went. Actually, that one kind of goes. So the dust yourself off and keep it pushing goes with growing <laughs> a thicker skin. But like life is short. That goes with the letting fear run your life. I didn't even mean for that to go with both of them. It kind of just worked. Ooh, I love it here. I'm weak. <laughs> so I pulled a quote from Will Smith um, about fear. I said, fear's not real. Well, Will Smith said, not me. Fear's not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is a product of our imagination, causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. And so 
But it may not at present. So, like, so right now, it's not. It's you're imagining a scenario in your head. Uh-huh. Your fear of a butterfly having yeah. to be around a butterfly. Okay, and it's like it's not right now in the in your presence. There's not a butterfly, and it may not. You may not ever cross paths with the butterfly that day. So when I do cross paths with the butterfly, and I, I mean, is it is it that I'm not scared because I'm? In it's your that thoughts. Moment? It's that rational fear, especially a butterfly. Uh-huh. What is a butterfly going to do to you? Okay, the reason I have this fear of butterflies. <laughs> And it's crazy because it wasn't even a butterfly that that this situation happened. I was playing when I was little with my cousin and um, this moth just like flew in her mouth. And ever since then, I've hated things that fly. Like, I don't like birds. I actually am actually really scared of birds, too. I just don't like anything that flies because I'm just like, it might fly in my mouth or like it might drop poop on my head or like, I just don't like things that fly. So, yeah. <laughs> Told you, yeah, like fear. obviously you're not letting your fear run your life though, because it's like there's birds everywhere. Like you don't. Go. Oh, you should see me. I know, but you still go enough. outside. I know. So wait, <laughs> let me tell you a story. When um, me and my family we went to Florida like a few years ago, and my probably my sisters and my mom, they all like to eat outside. I hate eating outside. But they like to eat outside. And obviously we're in Florida, so they got like pigeons and all them <laughs> birds just like walking around. And when I tell you they were like crawling on um the what do you call it? They were like flying next to us, like walking around the floor. When I t- my feet you know, like I, were sitting sorry. like I was up on the chair, like I was full blown freaking out. I was sweating. I couldn't eat because I but was you just didn't like freak out when we were in um Mexico. I don't remember birds. Those birds came in over the by the food. Uh, oh, we yes, eating. I was. Remember? I, I mean, but you didn't freak out, though. You I didn't just, like, freak out. You were just I was like, very mad. why are these birds over Yeah, here? I was getting really mad, and I tried to make sure there was no food around us, but, like, I couldn't even, like, tan. I wasn't really tanning, but I was tanning. But I couldn't, like, close my eyes to tan, because I was scared a bird would just land on my leg and, like, just be chilling. Like, But uh-oh. I feel like that they, I feel like you... Uh, are allowing yourself to be afraid but like you're not it i don't know but you're not taking yourself out of the moment if that makes right because like technically like we were around birds birds are a thing mm-hmm. but you still went outside you didn't go in the you didn't like you weren't like okay this is enough i'm going to the hotel for the rest of the right. day like whatever yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah that's why i say that's one of my irrational fears that's like i can deal with <laughs> but yeah my people fear that one takes work <laughs> um but yeah thanks for joining us guys thanks for listening to another episode if you'd like to submit a hard ask you can do so at she likes it hard podcast at gmail.com or dm us on any of our socials at she likes it underscore hard and while you're at it please follow us um if you watch us on youtube please like comment and subscribe and if you listen to us on apple Podcasts or spotify please leave a rating and review um and we i feel like i'm missing something I don't know. If I am, I'm sorry, but we love you guys. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.